Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my love. I'm so excited to be here. The other week, I did a mindset training for our Monate team, and I talked about the spectrum of being a perfectionist versus being someone who takes overly messy action. So everything we do in our business is contributing to our brand. And so I always say that things are on a spectrum. People on one end are perfectionists to the point where it can lead to an action because they're waiting for everything to be perfect. Whereas on the complete other end of the spectrum, it's almost like erratic, messy action, completely unintentional. Now, most people are not at one extreme or the other because if you were a per- complete perfectionist, you wouldn't do anything ever. And the other one is you'd constantly just be taking reckless, messy action. But we can still be somewhere in the middle or leaning a little bit too much to one end of the spectrum or the other. And I just want to give you some tangibles around how this may be impacting your personal brand and how you can move through it. So number one, what we need to understand is everything we do is contributing to our personal brand. So let's look at the perfectionist side of things. So someone who is a perfectionist wants to wait until everything is perfect. They're the overthinkers. So they like to edit and then re-edit. They might post something and then realize there's a spelling mistake and then they want to take it down and start again. This really is a sign of procrastination, okay? Because you're holding yourself back. This can also indicate a fear of judgment and a lack of innate worthiness. Now, the reason I say that is because if I am so concerned about your judgment, it's because I'm putting a lot of value on how you perceive me. Whereas if I knew that I was worthy and good enough and that the work that I do is of value, your judgment would not be as valuable to me. So it can indicate insecurity. When someone is a perfectionist, it can stem from Maybe your parents were hypercritical or you always had to be on your best behavior. Maybe you were criticized for how you looked or maybe you witnessed other people being praised for the way they looked and the way they presented. So this created this idea in your mind that you need to be perfect to receive love. A lot of this is on a subconscious level, so we are just bringing it to the surface for us to examine so we get get to create change if we need to. Now, what this does to your personal brand is, yes, the quality can be high because you have a very high standard for your work, but the trust can be low. This is someone who, let's say, never speaks 
Okay, let's say you're in a meeting at work and you're never speaking. So when you have something to say, it's a value, but you you never voice your opinion. So people don't know. So they can't trust your work. Online, this might be not posting or showing up at all. So when you do, it's like very crisp. It's great. But because it's so infrequent, people don't feel like they know you. You're not being vulnerable. You're not showing other aspects of who you are. You lack the consistency. And because of that, trust can be low. And we know that trust is so important for people to buy into our products or programs or to follow us in general, to like us, you know, that like, know, and trust factor, right? So they have to like you. They have to know you. They have to trust you. That last piece, the trust is so important when you're asking someone to join your business, when you're asking someone to invest a significant amount in your product, the trust must be there. Now, let's look at our overly messy action takers. So then the complete other end of the spectrum. Okay. So these people lack focus and their work is unintentional. It's almost like they're just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Now, this is really important to um, note that when you are like on a new platform or when you haven't really figured out your brand yet, that's a better approach than not doing anything at all. Kind of like testing out, seeing what's going to work, seeing what resonates with your audience, seeing what feels good for you. Like, oh, I actually enjoy talking about this. I actually enjoy sharing about this. Um, So a little bit at the beginning when you're first starting out, but once you've been in your industry for a little bit, or once you know your core values, your work shouldn't be so erratic. It shouldn't be so messy. There should be an element of eloquence and finesse to your work. So what happens when we're overly on this side of the messy action is our quality obviously suffers. Okay. And what does that communicate to your audience? Well, it indicates that you're careless. So let's say you're at work and you're someone that puts your hand up for a lot of things like, yep, I'll take on that project. I'll take on that project. What are you doing to your brand when you are submitting work that is not of high caliber? This is how we begin to tarnish and lose the trust because our quality can be low. And then because the quality is low, guess what? I'm going to start losing trust in your ability to do things at a high level. And online, let's say you have an online brand, if your quality is consistently low, I'm starting to get the vibe. You don't even care about what you're doing. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it. And if you're asking me to join your team and to follow you, like I don't want to follow someone who is messy or who is doesn't present as a leader. So we need to make sure that our in-person brand and our online brand is aligned with where we want to go. So I want you to think for a second, what end of the spectrum are you on? Now I can like, it doesn't take a genius to see where I fit. I'm more on the perfectionist side. I'm getting a lot better, but I used to be insanely on the perfectionist. So if that's you, I see you. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of my story and how um, I navigated through this. So I've always been 
very insecure growing up. Um, obviously, I experienced a lot of things, but I was just a shy, insecure girl growing up. And the thing was, is I was smart enough. By the time I got my full-time corporate job, I was smart enough, but I was too scared to speak up in meetings. And it was actually my work that ended up speaking for itself because when something was presented to me, I did it at such a high level that I couldn't be ignored. I ended up getting promotions when I wasn't even going for promotions because that's how high quality my reports and my work was. But And that compensated for my lack of confidence in the board meetings because I would be sitting there and I would literally be listening to them speak and I would have remembered a conversation previously or I remembered I sat in a meeting with you know, this other executive and, and like, I'm like, Oh, that person said this, like I should say this, like I could add value here, but I was so scared to speak up. So I was like the quiet achiever and thank goodness that my work was so great because otherwise I wouldn't have gotten very far in my work because I never spoke up. I was way too much in the perfectionist space. Now that was my corporate job. Now online, I am a lot better, you know, like we're talking years down down the track. But one of the things that I worked on to help this perfectionistic um, perspective was healing my inner child. Now, that's because when you are put in a normal situation, like right now you're faced with some kind of situation in your life um, and your response does is not appropriate to the situation, we know we have an inner child situation happening here. What I mean by that is any, so it's maybe 26 at the time, so any 26-year-old wouldn't have been so terrified to add value in a meeting. That was a scared little girl. That was a scared little girl who was scared to get it wrong, even though she had the correct information, so scared to get it wrong that she wouldn't speak. I had to go and help her feel better. And this is the hack, okay? Anytime that you feel scared, you feel overwhelmed, you feel imposter syndrome, you feel fill in the blank for the uncomfortable feeling that's coming up for you right now. Maybe you're feeling like you can't succeed in your business. Maybe you're feeling like this person is doing better than you. Maybe you're feeling you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. I want you to think about how you would treat a little girl who came to you with that. If you have a daughter who's about three or four, imagine she came to you and said, like, I'm feeling not beautiful. Like, would you not just be absolutely shocked that these words are coming out of her mouth? Understand that that innocence and that beauty is in you and you need to approach yourself in the same way. So when I start having those feelings now, I know I need to just pivot, take a couple deep breaths, get really present with myself because when you're really present, your mind can't race. And I bring the presence that I would bring to this innocent, beautiful little girl who needs my help. Because in that moment, you need your help. 
in that moment, you're just going to bring so much love and presence to that little girl. And you're going to offer up words that you would imagine she may want to hear. Try a couple different words out. You know, like if you haven't done this before, it might not come supernatural. For me, I it was it took a couple times, right? I had to get used to talking to my inner child and then it became easier and now I can it like with a snap of my fingers I can tap in and start talking to her and be like I can feel that you're really scared right now. You're feeling scared, aren't you? It's literally how I would talk to my daughter. Like this morning, I'll give you an example. This morning, my daughter did not want to go to school. I was already working. I wake up before her and she got out of her room and she came and she was kind of like whiny, like just making little sounds. And I just picked her up and put her on my lap and I'm like, this feels uncomfortable, doesn't it? She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't want to go to school. I'm like, you don't want to go to school. I understand that. You're uncomfortable, aren't you? Yeah, this is a weird feeling. It's a change, isn't it? We've just finished school holidays. This is a big change, isn't it? She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I'm here. And I'm rubbing her back and I'm giving her my undivided attention. And guess what happens? She calms down. (laughs) She just needs to feel safe. So every single time that that little perfectionist girl inside of you comes up or that little judgmental girl comes up or that fearful girl or insecure girl comes up, you just need to bring her that presence. And I'm fortunate to have children because I know exactly how to treat a little, a little girl, but you don't need to be a mom. Think about your niece. Think about a beautiful three-year-old girl coming up to you feeling she's not feeling good enough. Like, my gosh, how dare she say those words? Because you know she's just a divine little being. As are you. And you need to bring that energy forward. Okay? So let's look at our messy action taker. You know, overly messy action. Because I don't want to villainize um, messy action. Because my gosh, messy action has done amazing things for me in the past and messy action is better than no action, okay? So if you have to choose between doing nothing and doing something messy, you go ahead and do it messy because the more you practice doing it messy, the more it will get refined and just by, just like the law of averages, it just has to eventually get a little bit better, but you have to be conscious about getting it a little bit better. So when you are in this stage of doing lots of action, just like, like you're understand where that is stemming from. That's coming from you again, can be from a fear of not being good enough or that you have to overcompensate. Like you must do, do, do. If you don't have this frequency, it's not going to work. So you got to keep going. You have to output, you have to output. We want to lean back and we want to trust that what we are doing is enough that we deserve to put out high quality content, that we deserve to put out high quality work. Like let's say you work in a company, slow down, focus monomaniacally on the task that you have in front of you. 
And you know what? I actually used to say this to myself when I was working corporate is like, how can I imbue this with more quality? How can I just make this even better? So someone who's the overly messy action taker, can you slow down? You deserve that presence with yourself and you deserve to have quality output that people are like, whoa, babe, that was amazing what you did. This report was amazing. That project, this, you were amazing in that meeting. Because here's the other thing. When we are fully present and honoring of ourself, our stuff is not overly messy. Presence equals quality. It's because we're in a frantic output mode that our stuff doesn't have a quality ingrained and woven into it. It's because we're like, do, 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 do. And that's also, it's a frantic energy. It's like a frantic, it's not grounded. It doesn't, it doesn't give me like confidence vibes from that. And I can tell, you know, in people's content or the way that people present in business, you know, if I have a meeting with someone or if I was in a meeting like with people and someone just felt like they needed to talk for the sake of talking because they had to have their voice heard. And it's like, no, when we're on that end of the scale, we want to slow down and be like, choose my words more carefully. Can I be more mindful? So it's almost like the opposite strategies are true for the perfectionist and then the overly messy action taker. So for the perfectionist, like go and do the thing. And then for the messy action taker, it's like slow down and be with the thing. So in terms of like tangible recommendations, thinking about where you are, are you more towards the perfectionist like I was? Or are you more in terms like the, the messy action takers side? And now I can't really relate to that side, but I can tell you that it was also that if it's an unhealthy um, like performance pattern, that was also came from something that was when you were young. Okay, maybe you had very like avoidant parents and you had to like perform and you had to always be busy and you had to like output and you were always told what to do and you had to just be in action and it was like a frantic energy in your home. But there's there's a deeper root to that. We don't just nothing it ever just is because it is. There's always a reason for something. So I want you to slow down and be present with yourself and tell that little girl inside who just wants to do 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 like hey guess what I know you can do this so amazingly I know this is going to be your best work yet and be with her hold her hand through the situation okay so now if you are the perfectionist this is what is going to be like our new status quo okay I want you to think about it's not about how good you can do something so the perfectionist wants to do it at the best of their ability sometimes done is good enough okay so it's not about how good you can do it is it of the highest quality but you're going to focus on what is required of you because guess what you can be the best but if you're never actually putting any output nobody's going to know you can be the most brilliant person in that office but nobody's going to know unless you open your mouth and actually do something so your goal will be to have a baseline minimum output. If you have an online brand, I want you to have a minimum output goal every week. Okay. I post two times a week. I'm going to post three times a week and I'm going to stick to that minimum three times a week. 
It's your output. Okay. You know, I'm going into a meeting and I'm going to make sure I make one point. I at least have my voice heard for one second. I'm going to try to add value one time. Okay, so some examples that I have here are like, you know, five posts for weeks or whatever, um, whatever your number is. Show up consistently on stories. You're going to have one broadcast email per week, maybe one podcast per week, whatever it is. You have your baseline that you have for your output every single week and you're going to stick to it. And then for our messy action takers, it's not about how much you can possibly do because we know you can do a lot. This is about doing the best you can do. So it's going to be the best you can do without dropping below a minimum output. So let's say you're posting twice a day right now. Maybe you post once a day and you just put a little bit more time. Okay. Um, Maybe it's, you know, before you're always saying yes to all the projects at your company, maybe you're going to choose a couple that you know that you'd be so passionate about. And in which case you're just going to try harder in those projects anyways. So, so some more examples would be, you know, your posts must have like a minimum like standard of just them looking clean. They don't need to be perfect. They just look clean. They're crisp. Maybe for every post, you're going to do a quick spell check. You're going to check your grammar. Maybe if you do podcasts, you're going to check the sound quality, make sure it's not too crazy. Maybe you're just going to go that extra step in the editing process. So go one more step than what you would normally do. So just remember whether you are more of a perfectionist or an overly messy action taker, there are strategies that you can do to make sure that you perform at your highest level. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.